Before we get this podcast episode started with Martin Cummins, I really have to thank Old Bank Music for having us out at their studio, allowing us to take over and film there. If you like to watch podcasts and not just listen, you can do that and other things that we do, crazy things that we do, over at the Marty Ray Project Chats YouTube channel. Thanks again, Old Bank Music. We appreciate you. Just keep talking to me, Martin, with that sultry, that nice Canadian voice of yours. I love it. This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from... Where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. He was sheriff of Riverdale in the TV show Riverdale. He was Ames White in the show Dark Angel. And he even played Harry Gowan. You know, in one of my daughter's favorite shows, When Calls the Heart, which I have no clue who that is because I've never seen an episode of the show, but she sure loves it, and so does my wife and, and grandmother. He has been involved in over 100 projects and many more to come. My friend, who I've never met in my life, but I love him already, Martin Cummings. Cummings, welcome to the show, brother. <laughs> Cheers. I, I, thanks so much for having me, Marty. I'm, thr I'm thrilled to make your, your video acquaintance because I'm, I'm a bit of a fanboy, as I said. You know? Man, thank you for being a yeah. fan, first of all. No, I am, man. You know? well, you. That's how I mean, that's how we met, right? So I followed you on Instagram because I'd seen all your videos and whatnot, and I, I, I love your music, man. So I'm thrilled to be here and chatting with you guys. Thank you so much. Listen, yeah. we start every show with a fast <laughs> five. We ask you five okay. quick questions. <laughs> And we asked for five answers. They ain't got to be quick, though. We, we stopped saying it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your, who's your yeah. favorite actor? Who? My favorite actor? I, I, I mean, uh, of those people that, um, you know, the kind of big movie star type fellows, I guess. I mean, I, I, I Robert De Niro has always been, been the, a guy that I, that I, that I love and, and, and Clint Eastwood, but you know, I, I've always loved Clint Eastwood. I think part of that is my old man. I, when I was when I was young, he would, uh, you know, I'd ask him, "Oh, Dad, have you seen this movie or seen that movie?" And he'd always say to me, "Well, I was Clint in it." Like, no, <laughs> I just ain't seen it. John Wayne in it, ain't seen it. You know, so I always like always like Clint and and, uh, and that. So and then enough for for the, you know the people that I, uh, you know, the Canadians and that and, and that that I that I know that I admire and, and some of the people that I've, I've worked with over the years, um, Callum Keith Rennie and uh, Ian Tracy, to the two. Uh, fellows that I, that I, I, that I admire, you know, as well as Gabriel Rose, who's another, you know, Canadian who's just wonderful as well. I think your dad yeah. and I are kin. <laughs> I think we're related. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That Clint Eastwood, yeah. that, that, I think he and I are kin. <laughs> yeah. Um, your favorite yeah, automobile. I've got a 65 Mustang that I've had since I was 20 years old. That's, uh, that, um, my grandmother, uh, helped me with, uh, with money that my mother left me when she passed and I, I still have it and I, I love that car, but more for the, you know, what it means to me and, you know, where it came right, from than right. anything else. 65 yeah. Mustang. Is that what you said? Six, 65 Mustang. Yeah. I, and I love the old cars. I've had like a 53 Ford F-150 and a, you know, and a 67 Camaro and, uh, RSSS with a three, uh, 427 in it. And so I like, I like the old muscle cars. These are the cars that I like oh, the yeah. best, you know? 
The Chevelles. Yeah. The Chevelles <laughs> one of my favorite. Ah, there you go. I, I yeah. had a 66 yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a Skylark too. And, oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, yep. I dig those, you know. Yeah, man. You look like a guy that would drive with Chevelle. <laughs> yeah, except except in your yeah. IMDb picture where you're you got the bolo hat and it looks like the guy that you look like the guy that would drive my one of my favorite cars, which is a '63 Lincoln Continental. Oh, you know what? I almost I almost bought a '64 many years ago. I almost because the suicide doors. Man. Oh yeah. man, you know, they're love so it. bad. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, oh, I'm agree. With, I love those. Love them. Yeah. Now here's a crazy question yeah. on the Fast Five: Is cereal yeah. a mm-hmm. soup? cereal yeah is that a soup in reality no man i don't know you know i don't know the whole thing about people eating cold soup and all that that's I, i'm a, I, if it's hot it's soup you know maybe maybe uh maybe uh oatmeal would be a cereal if you or a soup if you put too much milk in it or something ah so you you're, you're no cold soup for martin no cold soup for me no uh, ceviche yeah you, you heard no it here first <laughs> he has sworn off all cold soup <laughs> what's invisible but you wish people could see wow wow <laughs> I, I, I don't know man i, I love i guess I, sometimes i yeah, I, I guess I was going to say, you know, like a hate. person's heart, you know, like a, I wish yeah. you could see that. Just, uh, you know, I wish Might you could not see everybody's see heart. Just get, get past all this. Well, yeah. <laughs> just to be able to get past some of the bullshit that, that, right, uh, exactly. that gets between people. You know what I mean? That's definitely true. You know, I think yeah. that more than anything. That's definitely true. You know? Especially in this day and age. I mean, it's so crazy right now. And, and that, uh, you know, it's, it's be nice just to be able to see past some of the bullshit that, that we get in between each other, I think, you know. Yeah, because everybody's yeah. dealing with something, and uh, you know, ain't I'm, the truth. I'm yeah. a Christian, so I, I believe the battle spiritual and not physical. So I'm definitely the same yeah. with that when it comes to seeing somebody's heart. Yeah, no. I, Your favorite yeah, Christmas no, I movie? I agree. Favorite Christmas movie? Um, I the uh, I can't remember the year or the version of it, but uh, but uh, the Alistair Sims version of A Christmas Carol. Alistair Sims. Honestly, the Alistair, Alistair Sims, it's, it's black and white. It's, uh, um, I'm not sure which year it was, but, uh, yeah, the Alistair Sims version of it. And, on, and it honestly, it's straight up. It's one of my favorite films, period. Not just Christmas film. His performance in that as Ebenezer Scrooge is maybe one of the, one of my favorite performances, period. Wow. That's funny. That's well, funny. Listen. You would ask that because I watch it. I watch it every year. And it is, it's, it's, he's one of my favorite performances of all time. I love that movie. I could watch it thousands of times, which I have so many times. I'm yeah. adding that to That's my... totally worth checking out, man. Yeah. yeah. My, oh, yeah. Have to check that yeah. out. My family I'm, I'm, and I... Oddly, I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad yeah. I asked it too now because we, we actually have a list, a long list of Christmas movies we watch. Yeah. There he is. Make, can you make that bigger, Ben, for us? I, I can't already see that man's face. Can, can, uh, can Martin see him? Which he's already, he already knows who it is. Oh, yeah, that's I know him. what he looks like, but yeah. Yeah? That's Ebenezer, huh? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's him. There you go. Alistair Sim. Wow. That's he's a scary inc- Ebenezer. He's incredible in that movie. You should totally check it out, man. It's the only version of that of that uh, a film, as far as I'm concerned. I'm definitely adding that to our Christmas list this year. We start watching Christmas movies on November, on uh, December 1st, and that's all we yeah. watch 
Our favorite is Elf of all time, really. Elf is. Oh, I love Elf too. Of course. Yeah, they man. actually shot that in Vancouver. Yeah, Did they, they really? Shot that here in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So New yeah. York is you know, a lot of people. New York is Vancouver. Yeah, there you go. Wait, wait, right? was I it mean, Chicago? Extra, a lot of the interior stuff they got. Maybe it was Chicago. No, it was New York, right? Was it New York or Chicago? I can't remember. Yeah, it was. It was New York. I've it seen was New it, York. It was in Central Park and all that business, right? I've seen that movie so many times. I still don't know what city it is. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that that wasn't a lie, Martin. I watch that movie every year. <laughs> ben says it was New York City. All right, that yeah, was the Fast Five. City, yeah. See, that was easy, Martin. <laughs> see, rather painless, right? Yeah, that was that was that was absolutely uh, painless. Nineteen fifty-one. Fifty-one was that fifty-one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you one of my favorite films, period. Not just a Christmas movie. Your favorite yeah. film ever? One of one of my favorites, like one of you know, certainly in my top ten or whatever films. I one of my favorites, definitely. Like have any movie, not just Christmas films. I think he's so great in that film. Wow. When you were growing up, yeah. you watched that and you saw and you said, "I want to be an actor because of this movie." Ah, you know what? Honestly, I think it was. Hmm. I don't know. No, I wouldn't say that. But I, 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 I. Uh, it was my it was my aunt uh, it was my aunt's favorite movie and so she kind of got me onto it and then man I just yeah I just love it I love that he's just he's incredible in that film. What actually <laughs> made you want to become an actor? Was it from childhood and you said I, I love? I think because as children we all play make believe, oh, so yeah, we're all yeah. kind of actors. I mean it doesn't end, room. you know. Oh, hundred percent. I mean you're just it's that thing of you know I remember. Uh, in uh, my front yard when I was a kid and, and, you know, you're playing guns in a front yard and, you know, you fall down and die and, you know, wait 10 seconds and get up and do it again. And, and, uh, and that, the thing about being an actor is that, that like, that never stops. You're just continually playing with your friends in the front yard, you know? And so I, I, I look at that and I, it's just, it just continued for me down the line, which I, I feel very fortunate about, you know, I mean, just say for an example, I did, uh, a show last season that just got canceled, but it was called Away uh, with um, Hillary, so lovely Hillary Swank, and on uh, Netflix. You know, I get to, I get, yeah, I get to put on a spacesuit and and all that stuff, and it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's kind of living out these little, if you can, you know, living out these childhood fantasies of being able to like be in space or, or play cops and robbers or any of that stuff. You get to do it all the time. It's always different. So that's, I love that about it for sure. You know. What's funny is you mentioned yeah. playing guns out in the front yard, and that reminded me of a – this is 100% true story. When I was a boy, I think I was, uh, I don't know, 12 years old, maybe 13, whatever, we we yeah. would go out and we'd play cops and robbers, but we really, instead of playing yeah. robbers, we played – for some weird reason, we had a good family, Martin. Don't don't take this the wrong way, but but we played <laughs> we played drug dealers and and, and cops, right? Man, so, really? Yeah. Listen, this gets crazy. This is oh, weird. Oh wow! So me and my one buddy are the drug dealers. Go figure. I'm the bad one, yeah. and my brother and his friend are the, are the cops. So we get a my mom. She sold insurance. So we get my mom's suitcase. Yeah. It's a leather-bound suitcase, real nice. And we start going like idiots. We're making this real now. We go and get Ziploc bags, put flour in there, zip, put it inside this briefcase, and a bunch of other just, yeah. just stuff that we thought looked like drugs. We, we go running around. We're hiding with this suitcase, and the other people are looking for us. The, the cops are looking for us. We hide. The, we stash yeah, yeah, the suitcase yeah. in the new neighbor's yard. 
we stashed the suitcase behind their bush. They had just moved in, but this was nighttime we were playing. <laughs> they didn't and know what this they is had for. no clue what kind of street they moved on to. <laughs> and yeah. we stashed the suitcase in their bush. They they caught us and and they were like, "Where's the suitcase?" We said, "We ain't. We'll never tell. Whatever, whatever." We forgot to go get the suitcase. Yeah. So the next morning we wake up like ah, my dad's on the porch watching. 15 cop cars down there with the briefcase open <laughs> and they're going like this they're putting their pinky in going like this and he goes man what in the nah, world are these gonna... neighbors and i said oh no <laughs> we so you know we scared the crap out of the uh the new neighbors see we did ninjas yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. I, I was in the ninjas and me and my buddy would uh we had these um these rods that we would make blow darts out of and we would get clay my my grandmother had uh did pottery and stuff and we'd ball up clay to put in it and we would uh on the side of the street there was big piles of leaves and for like halloween me and my buddy would hide in this pile of leaves with our blow darts full of clay Mm. and we would shoot people as they went by. Just random people? <laughs> Just random people as they went by and they couldn't see us because we was in the leaves. See? Wow. <laughs> Y'all were leaf ninjas. <laughs> we were leaf ninjas. Yeah. Well, that stuff never ends when you're acting, right? It right. It never ended never for me. Ends, you know? Later, I got yeah, arrested well, for go. real drugs. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It never ended, Martin. You're right. I know. <laughs> I'm in rehab now. I still shoot people <laughs> under trees. He still and I, shoots you know, people as yeah. a ninja. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. weird over here, Martin, <laughs> out here in Tennessee. You don't want to be, be easy yeah. if you come around here. You might get yeah. shot by a clay ninja dog. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> um, you trained under a legend in Canadian theater named Mel Tuck. Did you originally want to do theater, or do you still – prefer theater over uh, film or television rather now or well, would you rather do theater you know, honestly i haven't i haven't done a lot of theater not since not since i was a kid you know um i mean i i have four children right and uh it's 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 tough to make a living in theater you know um also oddly you know like vancouver vancouver is in its west coast and uh and it's uh, you know it's sunny and beautiful often and and whatnot and uh, and you don't I just find there's not a, not as huge a theater situation out here and uh, as there is in the states you know when you look when you back east Winnipeg and Toronto and some of these places are a little kind of darker or you know like uh, in terms of winter time and stuff and you get a lot, lot a bigger theater community out there but for me I just I haven't done a lot of it I I enjoy it and and that but it's you know it's a tough way to make a living if you've got four kids you got to feed you know if you were so I haven't done a lot. If you were a millionaire, like just, I mean, you might already be a millionaire. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah, probably, yeah. probably are a millionaire. But if you, if you, if money was no option, if money was no option and you weren't trying to make a living anymore, you just were living free, would you choose to do film, television, or, or theater? Well, I like, I like to do all of them, right? Because there's something, uh, well, I mean, the, the thing about doing theater is that it's, you know, there's no safety net and, right. you, uh, you know, you you step out there and the audience is there and whatever happens happens man that's, right. you know like you know that's it so there's there's an adrenaline that kind of comes along with that that uh, you can't get anywhere else you very know? scary stuff um, but at the at the same time the, what's interesting about film is is um, you know you can run through a piece of theater and you're never gonna you're never gonna nail all of it 
you know, every, every turn, you know, right. whereas with film, they might put it together in pieces and you might, you know, you can perhaps, you know, you can offer a performance, uh, you know, a detailed performance that perhaps you couldn't in theater. I don't know. But I, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I enjoy aspects of both of them. So, you know. I think you're yeah, right. You know, enjoy both of them. You know, I act as well. I've been on a few TV shows, Martin. You yeah, didn't know that yeah, about yeah, me, yeah. I don't think. Did yeah. you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fellow thespian. Yeah. A fellow thespian? Yeah, mm. I am. <laughs> you and I. Uh, maybe we'll work together someday. Yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd um, be grand. Who was Mel Tuck? Was he, I mean, why is he legendary? What did he do? He's a, uh, he's a, like a Canadian, uh, he was an actor for many, very, very successful actor. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, in, in, within Canadian television and film and, and that, and then he, uh, he ran the, um, is it Ryerson tech in, in Toronto, which is, a, was a very, uh, is a very prestigious, uh, you know, a film school and whatnot, or, or uh, acting school. And I had, and he's, he, uh, also was at the U of A university of Alberta. Some really ran some really, uh, wonderful, uh, theater programs and a lot of, uh, really, wonderful actors who've come out of this country studied under him. So he, you know, a lot of this, uh, the people that, uh, that he trained had, had a lot of success and, and, and whatnot. And, you know, myself and like, even just the people, uh, who were in the group that, uh, you know, kind of came through in my time period, there's, there's a, a, a lot of us who, um, you know, uh, a larger percentage of us in that group kind of thing who ended up, you know, who make a living at it, who, uh, who made it their, you know, their life's work, so to speak, to be an actor, you know? So I, I, everything that I, I, um, for whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, or no, I don't know. And everything that I, the way that I approach things and everything that I know about it, about acting, I learned from that man without any question. So you actually trained yeah, when it says trained with him, you trained directly with him. Like he was actually the one teaching you. Oh yeah. Well, I, I used to go, I go four nights a week to his classes uh, and then his wife, uh, Karen Austin Tuck, who, who uh, passed a number of years ago, just incredible actress, wonderful actress and a wonderful woman. I used to go to her, her, when he would teach on Fridays, I would go to her house, to their house. And I uh, worked Shakespeare and whatnot with her every Friday. So I just, I dove in with him for a number of years and, and uh, you know, and I, I worked with him. I continued to, so you train and to work with him and that as I became a working actor and that too. Yeah. What did you do? And he still teaches. He still teaches in Vancouver. What did you do for a living before you were making millions of dollars like you are now? You're millions of dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I grew up, uh, I grew up on fish boats. Um, my dad was, uh, was a school teacher in, uh, in a winter and then in the summers, uh, he fished commercially and, and so from uh, when I was nine years old until I was 16, I decked for my dad. And then from 16 to 26, I skippered one of his boats. Um, and even I did, I, I did this, like I was working as an actor then. And then uh, there was a point, I can't, was I 25 or 24, 25? I got this television series called Poltergeist, The Legacy that I did for four years with, uh, it was a great show with Helen Shaver and Robbie Chong and Derek Talent and, and whatnot. And we, um, so we did the show and, uh, I would do the show eight months of the year and then I'd, I'd shave my head as soon as we were out so they couldn't call me back for reshoots and I'd hop on the boat and go fish with dad for, I did that for a couple of seasons while I was still uh, shooting the series. I mean, honestly, if, if the, the industry uh, here hadn't of, uh, you know, torpedoed kind of the way it did, uh, I'm sh I would probably be in a fish boat right now and I wouldn't be acting. That's just the truth of the matter. You right. Know? So you, um, yeah. 
do you is is everything that's being filmed that you're involved with filmed in Canada right now? Yeah, here's the thing. I, I traveled more uh, for work, and I travel in the states or Europe or whatever more for work uh, when I had you know when I had my the two boys when they were young. Um, but when the girls showed up, uh, you know, and you got, you got four kids, and then I but this is like my eldest daughter is 12 now. Just 12 years ago, I just said, okay, that's it. I'm not traveling anymore for work. I want to be home, put people to bed, um, coach hockey, roll jujitsu. I want to be able to do all that stuff. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, it's, I, I, as much as I, uh, I love acting and, um, and it's, uh, and I feel very fortunate to do something that I love as, as I'm sure you feel this way too. And I, and I, I feel very fortunate to do it. Um, you know, people say, oh, they're passionate about it. They're passionate. Well, my passion is my children. And, right. uh, hey, man. and then I get, and through true, and I get to do this thing, which I really enjoy. I'm very fortunate. I get to do this thing. I enjoy to be able to feed them and hang with them, but I didn't want, I'm not going to go for me anyway. I'm not going to go and, you know, spend months and months somewhere else and not be with the, the people that I'm going to work for to begin with. So it was about 12 years ago. I said, I don't travel anymore for work. And now that was that. And now I may continue, I may start to do that a little bit more as the girls get older. And even now I could, I could travel, but I'm, I, I don't see myself doing a television series or, or anything like that. And uh, you know, outside of Vancouver until the kids are a little older, you know, I'm the same way. You, you don't, the only, you only, the only, tr you only travel this way once with them. And I, I ain't wasting time or to not be with them. I love you that know. energy. I'm the same way when it comes yeah. to my babies. I, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I never wanted to go yeah. on the road and tour and do 200 dates a yeah. year and uh, didn't nah. want to sign a record deal because of that. So I said, I won't sign a record deal. Yeah. I'll do it alone. And, and wherever God takes me, that's where I go. And if, if he don't want me yeah. to go anywhere, then I won't go anywhere. So that's kind of how my and, career and honestly, has been. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. And I don't feel I've suffered from it. I, I mean, in terms of, you know, I mean, perhaps if I had gone to the States, maybe I'd be a big movie star or some crap, whatever. But like, you know what? I have a job, which I enjoy, and uh, I'm able to feed my family with it. And uh, and that's, there it is. You know what I mean? I'm not finding my happiness there, you know? Well, I mean, you're bigger than 98% of the world that acts. You, you're you doing better than them, so. Well, I, I, anybody anybody who manages to make a living at it is, because, you know, it's, it's uh, I'm very fortunate, and I, I just think I've been lucky. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, because, man, I, when I think about some of the incredibly talented actors that I've, I've worked with in classes or that I've I've worked with on screen and I and who haven't, you know, been able to make a, uh, a living at it, uh, I, I, I'm you know it's uh it ain't it ain't necessarily about talent there's some there's some luck involved in that too and being if, fortunate and i i feel very fortunate you know if you had one piece yeah. of advice like to to a, an actor a new actor that's coming in that you're like you know if, if you don't do anything else to uh to try to be successful what would that be what would you tell someone that is just getting into acting and um a couple of things that, that you think are very important that helped you. I, hmm. you know what? I, it's funny. Cause I, I, I get it. Some, you know, you get asked that sometimes. Right. And I, um, I think about it and I, in terms of just being happy, right. Cause that's what it is. Right. You just, right. I, in terms of 
just being happy. I think with something like the acting and maybe it's true of everything else, but if I just relate it to acting, I would say because it can, it's a tough gig, you know, like it, there's, it doesn't lead to anything. Hard work doesn't lead to necessarily it, hard work as an actor could lead to carpentry. Right. Oh, you know what I mean? If there's yeah. no, Oh yeah. So what it really comes down to more than anything is if you can do anything else, I mean, I don't, I don't mean if you can, if you can hammer a nail here, but mm-hmm. if you can do anything else, if you can do something else that really makes you happy and that really fills you up, do that. Right. <laughs> but if you can't and you're like, wow, man, this makes me happy. And I really, really dig this. Like this is, I, I can't picture myself doing anything else. Then you're in the right place. Yeah. That, that, that's kind you of know? the same thing uh, that I kind of tell people about songwriting i've been writing songs for a living for 20 years yeah right and it's like telling people that you know it's um it's one of those things that it's you know you gotta uh you either love it and if you you can't picture yourself doing hardly anything else uh you know or yeah you know because it's like you said it's being creative for a living period is it's it's not it's not an easy gig it it, you know it, it I always say everybody tries to put the word dream in there, which is great, but there's yeah. the word job that's after that that you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dream yeah. Job. The people yeah, never, yeah. never talk go. about, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and so it's, yeah, if you can do something else and do it. And I think that, yeah, and I think it's true of anything. And one deal is, yeah, you got to, you got to enjoy the creativity aspect of it and not concern yourself about the, the financial end of it. You know, unless your thing is money and doing all that stuff, that's your thing, right. you know? Um, cause there, you know, cause there's lots of people who, uh, you know, I know some, a few guys who've done very well in finance or whatnot. And, um, and they, uh, the, the money is not money, so to speak. It's a game of how you make it work. And they enjoy that game of how, right. that, how they how they make it rise or fall and that's the thing so that's where their creativity lies um they find creativity within that but for my for you know for songwriter singers or 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 or, you know for musicians or for actors wherever you can you get you gotta love that creativity that that aspect of it live for that part of it because you know you're not going to necessarily get rich at it that's for sure well they say behind every successful entertainer is an astonished mother-in-law (laughs) <laughs> you don't get rich at it unless you're martin cummins right, right. <laughs> martin That's cummins right. multi-millionaire <laughs> extraordinary yeah, right. i love it oh man business yeah, tycoon Ender. that's what i am i love it um <laughs> great great that was some long advice that was that was a book you need to write that book actually <laughs> yes because it's there's a lot of good in what you just said Especially the part about, you know what I hate, Martin. I hate when people say, when you're when they're getting in, they getting into anybody that's a motivational speaker. They'll talk about getting into entertainment of any kind, acting, singing, writing, whatever it is. They'll say you got to be willing to give it everything you got, whatever whatever it takes. You got to do it. And I always say to people come to me and they say that to me, and I say, I will never give it all I got. I will never give it whatever it takes because I won't ever give it more than I give my children, my family, even my friends. I'll never my family's give it more. All, what I, exactly. Your family's all you got. And, and the work part of it, even if it's this wonderful thing is just 
just it's it's a byproduct of that it's a it's a it's a thing over here but the fa- yeah your family's number one that's it that's it's funny how is. many people there's family are. and there's everybody else man yeah there's family and there's everybody else it's funny that's how many people are living their dream but they're more depressed than i am or more depressed than some some uh, people on the poverty line that i know and they're rich yeah. and famous yeah. but they're depressed all the time so it's just funny how yeah. that happens it's it, you start to think about well, what did they give up to get there and with the yeah. things they gave up weren't worth the price the price they paid to get to where they're at wasn't worth it in the end anyway do you 100 percent. do you want to or maybe you already do i didn't find this but maybe you do do you yeah. want to direct and write your own movies or projects or anything yeah i mean like i i've done a i wrote a, a picture a number of two films i've done two films uh one hasn't been right one i haven't finished yet uh but i did one uh enough a number of years ago now that is it's actually about my uh i wrote it uh, uh with with uh with a, a friend of mine and it's about my my life in my late teens and uh uh early 20s in a downtown east side which is a, you know really rough neighborhood in vancouver after my mother passed and i i found myself in a really dark spot during that time period for a couple of years and i was uh you know uh, yeah, it was tough. It was a it was a, a tough spot that led me to you know uh, seventeen years of being clean and sober and whatnot. So congratulations, um, yeah, you know, my man, yeah. What yeah. was? So it, go it, ahead. Yeah. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, no, no, ask. go ahead. I want to hear you speak. More no, than just me. that. I, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I just. Uh, I, I know I lost my train of thought there. So. <laughs> well, what what yeah. I was going to say was, yeah. What was the moment where you in in your career in your career or whatever that you that you were able to say okay now I don't have to do anything else I'm going to do this whether it's acting or or directing or writing or whatever what was the moment that that happened in your life You know what honestly this is this is funny um but I I I've, I've never do, outside of working um, working the boats all through my early twenties and my thirties and everything. I never did anything else. I always acted. That was, I was very fortunate and I always made enough money to, as, as an actor. Um, and then I think just like with anything, I, I, I came a point, it was just, it was before I started doing when calls the heart and Riverdale. Um, but I like, uh, they called me, uh, well, this is an example. I just, there was a point where I just sort of had enough. And I think if you do anything long enough, you know, everything becomes pipe fitting or everything becomes whatever, you know, right. everything becomes, it's all the same after a while sometimes, you know, and as much as I, I love doing this, I, I, I got tired of it for a bit. And I, and I went and, uh, my, uh, my great gal, a friend of mine at the time, uh, uh, I went and I worked at this roofing company for like, seven or eight months or whatever and i also i had i got and i got a job uh as a bicycle career but at this point i'd like won a genie award which was like our academy award in canada and i'd made all kinds of stuff like i but i just sort of i called my agent up and i said man i'm taking a break i don't call me i i just i need some time and i took almost a year and i'd always when i was in my early 20s all my friends had jobs in bars or their bicycle careers or they did all these kind of the kind of jobs that you do when you're when you're young and having right. fun, and I never did those. I was always an actor. Now all my friends all wanted to be actors. They were all like, they wanted <laughs> to do that shit. But I was doing that, which was great. 
But then they were doing all these things that I looked at and I thought, oh, fuck, that's so fun. And so I never was able to do that. So about, Jesus, 10 years ago now, I stopped for like about a year and I, and I went and I roofed and I, uh, and I read around on a bike downtown and, and it, uh, and t- you know, and I could do it. I did it as long as I could kind of afford it. You know what I mean? Right. Cause it wasn't, you're not, I'm like, I'm not feeding four kids on being a bicycle courier downtown or on roofing, you know? Um, but I did it for a while and then, and then, uh, I got uh, a couple of calls I actually called on two different occasions. Uh, and I, I said, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to go in on it for one calls a heart to go and meet on it. And I said no a couple times. And then the third time I went off oh, heck with it. Sure. I'll go in. And then I, I, you know, I got the gig and I, I've been doing that for eight years now, but that was the thing that brought me back to it again in terms of kind of going, okay, I, I, I need to be a big boy because they, you know, honestly, here I am, right? I'm 50. I have outside of commercial fishing. Um, I have no other discernible skills other than pretending to be someone else. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I like, I can pretend my ass off to hmm. be a doctor or a lawyer, but I have no actual skills in that area. What I really do for a living is I stand on tape and say words that other people wrote for me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But- That's it. Somebody's got to do it. You know? Somebody's got to give me something to watch. Exactly. Martin. Somebody's got to do it, and I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm glad you're taking the plunge for everybody, Martin. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm hey, here for you, bro. <laughs> we appreciate your sacrifice, uh, Martin. We really do. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Hats off to you for your service for you know our funny? brains. It was very – you know what's funny? is It was very cute. Uh, some Somebody on my Instagram account said uh, – said, um, thanked me – for you know what uh thanked me for uh you know working during this pandemic and and uh, uh being essential and i was like no i'm not <laughs> you know <laughs> nurses and doctors are right now it's right. very cute though but you know it's like you're working during this time period it's like nah, nah, huh. <laughs> you know? yeah yeah fans can be that yeah. way sometimes martin <laughs> they're very cute it's yeah. very sweet yeah. You know? yeah i never had one fan yeah. thank me for working during the pandemic though <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank no, you. Thank you. There you go. There it's we go. Right now. <laughs> thank, thank you, Marty. Thank you for your thank service. You. You're Marty. my number one. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, that's thank hey, you what's this mug? That looks like a. What is this? It's a mug that uh, that the ladies and I um, uh, went down to uh, what you, Value Village, which is like a secondhand store, and because uh, we. We just smash stuff like we break things around here, and so we we literally we had about for three coffee mugs left. Accident. So we went down to Val for fun. No, or just things happen, man. <laughs> just it, no, they just yeah, mostly accident, kind of accident prone there. You know, it's what. What happens. is uh? What so is? We went down and picked some up. What is in that cup? What are you drinking? Whiskey? A cup vodka? of coffee? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, a little bit of coffee. What kind of coffee you drink? La Viesa. What was that coffee we just had? Uh, Lavasa. Lavasa. Huh? Martin? <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I'm not real picky about the coffee Are you not? thing. I just sort of drink it. And you seem like a man. No. When I look at you right now, you seem like a man that would only drink the most expensive coffee in Canada. <laughs> nah, not being, a bit. Being I'm a not billionaire. Drink whatever coffee. Right. With no- yeah, yeah. Yeah, being oh, a billionaire, <laughs> you have your, you, they make your coffee out back at your house. Be honest, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a couple. I got yeah, there's, yeah, right. Is those what, what those those uh, bandicoots or whatever that poop the coffee yeah, beans? Yeah, the the gazu, whatever. Oh yeah, they, that's not. You know what? That's just not. I don't care, man. That's just not <laughs> yeah. coffee I want. That's 
That came if it came out of some animal's ass. I, I listen, ah, Martin. Man. When you if you when you come to Nashville someday, I'm gonna when I, whenever I'm yeah I would whenever I, I'm as, I, I want to come to Na- I want to come to Nashville because I would like to see you play. Soon. Whenever yeah. I'm as rich as you, I'm gonna fly you to Nashville, <laughs> and, I'm going to, and I'm going to right. get you a one of those you know the animal turd coffee things, and we're gonna we're gonna sip it together. Oh, Deal. Oh, that sounds rough, man. man it's all gonna right, be rough, right. but right. we're gonna be lit. We're gonna be like, man, if you're going too, yeah, man, we're all gonna go. Me, you, and Chris. Poop bean coffee. Poop bean coffee. <laughs> they say it's good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know it's supposed to be, and it's expensive as hell, isn't it? It's Super like, expensive. Yeah. Stuff, right. We used to do a yeah, segment man. on this show. Because, I mean, we used to do a segment on the show called "What Not to Eat." There it is, right oh, there. Look at there. That's a good. That's a good place to. <laughs> you see that? You see that picture, Martin? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that is what you got in store, my friend. <laughs> Drinking some juice off of that. That's what's happening, buddy. That's yeah. Awesome. You were actually on, Ben. Can you remove that off my face, please? Thank you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. You know, I, I don't get a lot of screen time like Martin, so I need to get as much of this in there <laughs> as I can. We're good. Yeah, we're good. You were in a show, uh, which is one of my actual favorite shows, uh, Smallville, briefly. Yeah, for a minute, for a minute, yeah, yeah. We just had, uh, did you meet John Snyder, the, who played Superman's daddy in that show? Oh, yeah, yeah, a few times out of the out of the ranch, whatever, yeah. We yeah. just had him. He's a very nice fellow, I mean, I, you know. We just had him. Oh, was that right? Yeah. yeah, he's super, he's super yeah. cool. He's a very, very nice fellow, mm-hmm. maybe then you would know that, very charming, nice fellow, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was just making sure, I was checking to make sure he was a nice fella to you. So I didn't have to, you know, text him. <laughs> so it wasn't just fronting. No, yeah. very nice. Very nice. Make I'm sure. sure he wouldn't remember me. I was just some guy who came in and like, you know, did a, like two or three episodes. Or no, he remembered you. I asked him me, about but, you. He remembered but, you. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, you know, but Martin Cummins. Nice he said, oh yeah, I know yeah. Martin very well. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> horrible person. Yeah. That's what he said. He I said horrible person. Yeah, I, I don't no know. Way. I, I yeah, mean, yeah, terrible person. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah as you would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. John said, I'll tell you one thing about Martin that I learned in his short stint with us. He had an arc and his arc with us was uh, what I learned was that he was very, very in love with money, and he he had a lot of money because he had billions. Yeah, he had billions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he uh, no. yes, billions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's me. Uh, you yeah. look like a billion bucks. That's so. why we shop. That, that that's why we shop at Value Village. Well, <laughs> you know, that's how you made your money. <laughs> but you know what's funny is you look there like you, you look yeah. like a million bucks. And when I think about the way you look at fifty compared <laughs> to how I looked at twenty, you still look better. <laughs> And I'm I'm kind of <laughs> mad about that. I mean, way better than I look at 38. But at 50, oh man, you know what I'm saying? A buddy of mine, a buddy of mine. I've been, uh, I've been gray since 30. You've been gray since 30. I started going gray at 30. I literally, I um, really? renamed uh, my my second son Grayson, which is son of the gray-haired man in Gaelic. And and I kid you not, I swear to God, like about two days later, I went, oh, well. <laughs> Look at that! And, uh, and, you know, and that was it. Boof! It's uh, so I always say that my that my uh, my second son there gave me every gray hair in my head, which he did. Well, Martin, <laughs> you're not gonna get any sympathy here because I was bald by 25. <laughs> you understand me, Martin? <laughs> I would kill to have your gray hair. Yeah, if you combed that beard back over your head, you'd oh, still have man. long hair going yeah, back. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would be very, very pubic type hair though on my top of my head which i'm not i'm not really thinking i don't think that would be a good look you're not you rolling with that nah nah i think 
Yeah, you could you could make it like in a square, like a box, and call it the pubic cube. <laughs> the pubic cube. The pubic cube. Instead of a, instead of a man bun, it's the man cube yeah, on top. Yeah, exactly. Nice. I like that. Martin, we've created nice. something here. <laughs> this has been very beneficial already. What is Beautiful Losers? That's on your shirt. Oh, uh, uh, Leonard Cohen. It's a Leonard, it's Leonard, Leonard Cohen. Cohen. Leonard okay. Cohen. Yeah. That's, you, you're Who a fan of Leonard, Leonard Cohen? million years ago. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I love Leonard Cohen. Yeah. I've only ever yeah. heard one song by Leonard Cohen, and that's Hallelujah. And it was a lot different than go. the one yeah. I grew well, up on. It's a beauty. Which was yeah, uh, yeah, Jeff yeah, Buckley's. Yeah. Yeah. I did a I did a cover of Hallelujah. You should check it out if you're a Leonard Cohen fan. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Chris, you were saying something a while ago. Well, I didn't no, I was just, I was just saying a, a buddy of mine, uh, he wrote a bunch of George Strait songs. And um, and he's he, he's very long hair, a white, you know, white haired. And he always tells a story when we do a show together. He talks about, he goes, yeah, you know, he says, me and George are the same age. He goes, you can look at George and look at me and you can tell who actually lived the songs and who sang them. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Barker, he's in the Hall of Fame, but he he, he, yeah. he always t tells that story. He said, you know, we're the same age, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. Like I lived a few of them songs myself. <laughs> that gun. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a thing where it was – now, correct me if this is wrong. Were you teaching acting at one time at a place called New Image College? Oh, I did for, I did for a minute. The majority of the teaching that I did, I, I had a place uh, I had a place that I had my own joint called East End Actor Studio, and I taught down there uh, for about three years at East End Actor Studio, which I, I enjoyed very much. And, and uh, But I did it every Sunday. I would do it just on Sundays. But I was doing a television series at the time, and uh, my days started picking up on the show. And it was the same thing. It was just like – I I teach and I it would take out four or five hours on a Sunday, um, and when work start was picking up during the week, I just didn't want to take that kind of time away from the kids and the family and whatnot. So so I let I let it go and I, I enjoy teaching very much and I um, because you're dealing with uh, you know young people who are passionate and excited about what what they're doing. You know they they want they're eating it up and they want to learn and they're 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 in into it and excited and and so to be around that kind of energy is uh, I find it really inspiring, you know. So you didn't let old It was people. one of the things that that it was one of the things that made me that kind of got me going again, you know, where I wanted to uh where I enjoyed the work itself, you know. So you know you didn't allow yeah. no old people to come into your acting class. Well, I had lots of different people in there, young well, kids and old people, sure. <laughs> you said the young people, so I didn't, you know, I didn't just want to make it clear. Well, you know what I mean. Martin hates old well, people. Well, I guess in the yeah, sense, that's like, what, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, he hates old people. Get. He sits up there in his billionaire in his mansion. He hates old people. That's what we're getting out of yeah. this, Martin. Letting his animals poop coffee out. Pooping coffee him. everywhere. I am one of the old people. Yeah. I am one of the old people. <laughs> Yeah. You know? I look older than you, Martin. Please, <laughs> you get no sympathy over here, Martin. You're, you're, you're none, right, right. none at all. But please, well, most of the time give when me they sympathy. See <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did you ever want to go to you know those? I don't know what they have in Canada, but did you ever want to go to like Juilliard and places these these uh, uppity type colleges that? 
claim to be the best of the best and only accept certain people into them. Was that ever a goal of yours or was you like, I don't care. I'm acting already. Yeah, no, I didn't care. You know what? I'm just trying to think. The f- you know, it was some friends of mine, some guys that I knew that, that introduced me to Mel. Um, and this is the thing. I, I, I mean, there's nuts and bolts real. There's, there's, what is it? Well, you've been on set. You know what it is, right? It's like you've worked. There's a difference between you can sit there in a class and uh, and talk about your motive, your what your feelings are inside, and why this is that, and the things that your character is doing, and your journey, and all that crap. But when you get to work, the guy says action. You walk in the door, you stand on the tape, and you say the lines, and and like so, it's there's a difference between. Yeah, there's just works work and you need, you need to show up and just, you know, lay it out there. And it's a different environment when you're in a class sort of situation. And then, you know, when you're talking about, you know, where am I coming from? Where, you know, when you get to work, you better have done the work already. Action, do it and say all the words as they line up too, because you're going to get a call from LA going, Hey man, you got the, you know, he's got this preposition should be over there. And it's uh, the actual act of the work itself is uh it's something to get used to the process of it the camera and the and like 20 people all around you and 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 putting locking that out and just being there with that person you're talking to you know so that was the kind of i think there's mel was very um what can i say nuts and bolts of really how it works so you he know? wasn't one of these like when people. you go if you he's he not no he wasn't too very fairy he wasn't a guy who was going to sit there and go okay what we're all going to do now is we're going to talk about how we're feeling about our inner flower oh thank and, god you know <laughs> gerald gerald what i feel like here is you know, <laughs> probably didn't hold you enough and that's why he you didn't hold you how enough. You <laughs> but here's the deal when you go to work Nobody f-ing cares. Yeah. Right. You know, hit the mark, say the words. Right. So you have to be able to produce now. Nobody's stroking. Especially the, when you're starting out. Nobody's Especially stroking the petals of out. your inner flower on <laughs> yeah. a movie set. No, not when you're there. Nope. So you, you know, you got to figure out how you're going to do that on your own. So Mel was very nuts and bolts about how it works. And that really spoke to me. And so that's also what I try to put out there in terms of, uh, you know, as an actor too. I mean, there's a wonderful book uh, uh, that David Mamet wrote on acting, and and uh, you know, basically, you know, that, that basically it's you know, you you figure out where you came from, walk in the room, don't make any plans, you know, hit the mark, say your first line, and then listen. Mm, right. Acting you know? is reacting. And it, hundred percent. Right. You know. Now, yeah. are you? You're not a so. Yeah. I take it from that whole thing there. That you're not a method actor. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I can't put a name on it. I, I think I'm somewhere between, uh, somewhere between that end of method, somewhere between there and sort of the British feeling of, you know, I don't make any plans when I walk in the room, so to speak. I mean, things happen how they happen. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I can well, put a name on it. I'll Maybe, tell you. I don't know. 
The, I mean, uh, I've done a lot. I've done, I worked. I worked early on. I worked. Did a lot of Meisner technique for the first few years that I that I was uh, working. And there's elements of that that work for me. Then there's elements of it that don't. That I got a friend of mine. Differently for everybody, I think. A friend of mine is an actor. Do you know Chris Mulkey? Who Chris Mulkey is? No, I don't. Uh, uh, he he was in Rambo. Uh, he was the cop in Rambo. Okay. He's been at Duchess. Of- yeah. Okay. But they uh, shot, which they also shot in Vancouver. <laughs> really? Oh, really? First I did not know that. First, first blood was shot in Hope. Yeah. Oh, wow. son of a gun. He took, but he he he, he yeah. told me that he was like, I said, is there a you know, do you have a thing that you do? And he was like, I you know, basically, my job is to show up that day, and like you said, get on the mark and do my lines. And he's yeah. like, I feel like I wing it every time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, you do the put There's, the work in, but but it, you know. Yeah. There is an itch, you know. I, I can't, sometimes there's this. There's like, uh, yeah. You, put, you certainly put the work in. The the work, a lot of it now because I've been, after you've been doing it for a long time, you kind of. I don't think about it anymore. Like I look at the thing, I read the deal, and the work is done already. It's not. I don't have to sit down and write the shit out like I used to. Right. You know. You look at it. You go, okay, this is what it is. Especially on something like One Calls a Heart or Riverdale. At this point, I've been doing One Calls a Heart for eight years. When I read that those lines once, you know what I mean? I know what's up. Now I got to learn them and all that. Shit. But like, it's I know what I'm gonna. I it I I know the guy now. I know who he is. Right. Yeah. You know, you are Henry Gallon. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and what uh, it's yeah. So I don't. I don't, I just, I look at it, I learn the lines, I, I walk in and do it. The other thing is too, is that some, like, I've done it all kinds of ways. I've tried everything. I've come in, not read the script at all, or only read my stuff, or come in, never read anything, learned the lines in the van on the way to set. Like, <laughs> I've written my lines on, on actors I was working with, or on paper, or looked, or, you know, like, all of it. You know, well, I've tried it in every way possible. And I can tell you certainly and with that, I don't think that my performance, no matter how I did it, was necessarily any different. Just my experience of whether I was panicking while I was doing it or <laughs> right. whether I was relaxed when it happened. And I don't know whether I whether any of it is any different. The only thing that's different is my le- my comfort level when I'm doing it. Right. You when know what doing, I mean? When you're doing like, lines. Am I going, uh, oh, well, I just said when you're doing yeah. lines. Right. Which, which we weird. were doing earlier. Yeah. Which is oh, weird. Yeah, like every Saturday night. Man, <laughs> I mean, so, no, when you're doing your lines on set, um, like, do you go out of the lines? Like, uh, or, or, or is ad-lib. it exactly, do you ad lib any? Or, or does it have to be, or does that depend on the director or whatever? Uh, it, it, it's not. It, it depends on. Uh, it depends on the show. It, it depends on the show. Like um, some, you know, sometimes when you're working for the Alphabet Networks, ABC, NBC, right, you know, some right. of the, the bigger networks and stuff, they're they uh, they're going to be real tight, especially if their their executives are down south mm. and they're they don't have like so so it's so much of a representative on set kind of thing. That then right. they'll really they'll lay down. You got to come in. If I go to Riverdale because they have their guys down south and everything. I have to hit it. I have to hit on my dialogue as written. Like there's, there's not a lot of room for it. And that's another thing. That's part of my own level of comfort. If I come in there loose, then they're going to be okay. We need, they're going to try to bring me back to the dialogue. They're going to bring me back to the dialogue. So when I go to Riverdale, I really try to be bang on 
because I know they're going to try to bring me back to it anyway. So I may as well just be there when I get there. And then yeah. I, and then I feel comfortable. Whereas when calls the heart, they have their, they generally, we have like, uh, we have our, 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 our directors, the directors on the eight years of when calls the heart, all of them, this year's the first year we had a new director. Like literally we've had the same group for the entire eight years. So those guys are able, they're pretty loose and, and they'll look and they'll go, and I can mess around. I can play. Um, and you know, and they're not right. Right. You know, so I've had both experiences and under that thing, it's, it is, it's that same deal of going, okay. Um, how comfortable do I want to be today? How stressful do I want to be? Like if I've got a 10 page day and I walk in there and I, I haven't had a look and really made some preparation, it's going to be a long 16 hours. Right. It's going to be 16 hours where every time they go cut, I'm going, okay, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to have to, I'm going right. to, I'm going to shovel that stuff into my brain all day long. It's going to stay there for is between action and cut, and then it's going to fall out of my ear the other side, right? And then before they go action again, I'm going to have to look at it and go, pour it all on the ear, it's going to fall out. Like I, when, when I'm doing that, like I, I probably couldn't remember the words to that scene 20 minutes after we did it. Right, right. yeah. You know? The funny so it's, that, so a lot of it's just about comfort level. Talking about... Uh, you know, how bad do I want to hurt myself? <laughs> Talking about yeah, uh, acting, like method acting and whatnot. Have you ever heard the story of? I I really don't like method acting. I don't like as far as the part of Meisner. I believe it's Meisner and Method that where yeah. they become a character before they get there to set or whatever. They like Daniel Day Lewis and and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. They would actually, if they were playing a depressed sure, sure. human, like Heath Ledger, he went into a. Uh, hiding and he just hold himself up in yeah. a in a room so he could be depressed or psychotic or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever heard the story mm -hmm. of uh, Dustin Hoffman and Lawrence Olivier on the set? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, Why didn't you just act? Have you, my dear boy, have you ever heard of acting? And I, I just <laughs> yeah, thought that was because so, Dustin yes. Hoffman was playing yeah. something a bum or something, and he hadn't. So he actually didn't shower. He hadn't slept. And right. he's sitting, he's sitting there and he's just, he wore out or whatever. And, uh, Lawrence Olivier comes and says, man, what's wrong with you or whatever. And Dustin tells him all that. And he goes, my dear boy, have you ever yeah. heard of acting? <laughs> and I'm going, that's my guy right there. Uh, yeah, man. If you can't be happy. No, no I am too. If you can't be yeah. happy around your family and friends before you go act, because you're supposed to be acting. You're not, if, yeah. you, if you're really becoming the person, like if I play a crackhead and I got to go become a crackhead to play a crackhead, there's a problem. You know what I mean? That, that, that's not good. That's not going to work. It's but, good. you know, the in interesting one, interesting you would say that too, because there is the one is, yes, yeah, like, like I'm, I'm, I leave it at work and I go home to the kids. I'm not bringing my shit home. Right. Just the same way if I was doing any other job, I'm not bringing that job home and then beating my kids up with it. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, that's, that's not, that's, that's not happening. This is not how it works for me, but that's, that, that plays to exactly what we're talking about though, of, you know, that family first and then the other. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I, I'm not, I'm not bringing that stuff in here and contaminating my space with my kids. Uh, or your dog. So, which yeah, I just I, noticed you had a dog right or there. Or the dog. Who's that? I didn't even notice that the oh, whole time that you, he oh, moved. Oh man. I, I didn't notice that either. Now who is this? She's been there. The, yeah. She that's is dude. out. 
Look at her. Right? <laughs> is that dog yeah. real? Yeah, she's just <laughs> real. Pet that yeah, dog yeah. real quick. <laughs> Touch it so she's I can make sure it's alive. Baby. There it Hi, is. <laughs> what kind yeah. of dog is that? That's boo. Boo. She's a she's a dogo she's a dogo Argentino. See rich people she's dogs. I don't know about them rich people dogs. No, no. <laughs> she's a, oh, look, she's, yeah. a, she's an Argentine. Oh, oh, she's an Argentine. <laughs> oh, you call the beast now. See, I should have brought my dog this today. Is <laughs> <laughs> this is that's this awesome. is how it is all the time, right? I love See, it. See, now that she's awake. This she's is, like, this is it. She's that's why. Answer. That's why he didn't touch her the whole time. <laughs> Look at. Exactly. She's like. Uh, exactly. Excuse me. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I do too. How are you, um, you babe? She's beautiful. She's do you great. do you eat? Uh, she's great. Do you, do you eat? Uh, is all you eat is healthy stuff, or do you actually eat some junk? Oh, of course I eat junk. <laughs> well, you know, I look at you I, I, and I thought, you know what? You, you know what's like... interesting? <clears throat> you know what's interesting though is I I've been uh, uh, there's this fellow he's uh, he's a uh, he's former singer of the Chrome Eggs and he's uh, you know he did some prison time and he was had you know drug issues and whatnot and uh, and he you know he he cleaned up and he and he put himself together. The guy's done like he's actually he's right now he's uh, I'm not sure wait but he's just. He's going to do another Iron Man right now. He's done like 16 Iron Mans or something. And he's written a book called, uh, uh, you know, about having a positive mental attitude. Anyway, he's a vegan, right? right? And he's real, like, real serious about it. Ain't no joke to him. He's very serious about it. But, man, I, I've, I've been listening. Uh, I, I've, uh, I follow him on Instagram, you know, and I, I, I was kind of listening to his, his talking and whatnot. And he kind of got inside my head. And now for the last, like... Uh, it's just as we're pointing out, we're about the last year and a half. I, whoops! Hey, <laughs> the last year and a half. I, uh, <laughs> you should see the setup I have here. I have the I have my phone taped to uh, to a, a picture from the fifties of uh, of my of my father holding like a a cup. Now I now I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, no Again. he's gone another episode Man. Brought to you where am by... i okay there we go oh, there he, he is there he is there he is okay that... there we go i am we love it there when that go. happens <laughs> I, I i got all the so i taped the the phone to to this picture frame of his so that i could do it because i'm I mean, the level of uh, of tech tardedness on me is really something else. It's not good. <laughs> That's why I have the children, man. I, I never learned anything about how to do any of this stuff because when it messes up, I call I call the kids. They are experts. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're a vegan while you're fixing that. You're vegan. No, right? no, no, no. I'm not a vegan. No, I'm not a vegan. No. <laughs> I, I just I just uh, I stop with the meat for the time being. Right. Right. Um, I just uh, it's fish. So I, I right now I'm pescatarian or whatever they call it. Yeah, whatever. I don't know how to put it, but it's and I yeah I don't I'm not sure it wasn't anything you know I'm not trying to make a statement or anything or whatever. It's just right. sort of it's sort of guy got inside my ear and that's where it sits right now. So we'll so see. my question was because <laughs> you know? last time I came to yeah. Canada, I did a show in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, the beginning of last year, and I had some of the cra- the best poutine that I've ever had in my life. And, and there, <laughs> oh, I so love poutine. Edmonton. Oh man, this was so good. Yeah. I'd never had actually uh, actual real, real Canadian like, 
Poutine. Yeah. They have places in Edmonton that that's all they sell is poutine. That's, that's all they do. That's the yeah, place yeah, yeah, I yeah. had yeah, poutine was Edmonton. Was it really? That's so weird. Right? Did we just become best friends? I think we just became best <laughs> friends because I was at the <laughs> CCMAs. Let's make bunk beds. <laughs> and uh, and, oh, and I had... I was at the uh, CCMAs. I, I wrote for a company that was Canadian called Olay, which is odd that their name was Olay and they were Canadian. But yes. uh, but it, but anyway, it was uh, so I had poutine in Edmonton for wonder, the first what, time. How crazy would it be if we could figure well, out the name and it was the same of, place? <laughs> it's kind of a French thing, right? It's like generally like it's Montreal is the place that you would like, you know, get the best. But, but, they would get the best, I would think, you know. So no poutine in Vancouver. Yeah, there's some place. There's some. There's a place in the drive that uh, that uh, a commercial drive, which is an area we, I, you know, I've lived a lot for a number of years too in East End. Um, there's a poutine place in commercial drive, and when the kids and I pull in there sometimes. When I first heard about <laughs> it, I was mad because I was like, "That's got to be a southerner. That's got to be. I mean, it's." It's fried, it's French fries, something yeah, fried, yeah. gravy, and yeah. cheese, and it's not a southerner? Cheese. And, and it's not a southern dish? I know. I'm like, how did that happen? How did that get past us? Somebody, yeah. from, the, somebody yeah. from the south went up there, but it's not just, see, that's the way. Signed we, off on that one? <laughs> yeah. That's actually the way that I thought it was all, no matter what. I thought it was just fries, gravy, cheese. But then when I went up there, I, they I seen they they had these order where you order the fries, gravy, cheese. It comes with bacon. Right, right. It comes yeah. with sausage. And you all can kinds get of with all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah all kinds. Of it was so. Have you yeah, ever had poutine? Oh yeah, many I'm times. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. See, my Honestly, god. You can get poutine at like at fast food restaurants here. You know, like all like you get poutine at at a uh, like Wendy's and stuff here. It's oh kind really? Of, I don't know. Like, I, th- I guess it, obviously it's not that way in the states, but like you'll get yeah you'll get it around different shops. It may not Wendy's. be the best, but you, you know, yeah, at, like at, at fast food restaurants. Ben yeah. Ben just chimed <laughs> in and said we have dedicated poutine shops here. He don't really. Ben, was oh, that right? Well, there you go. Oh wow. Oh, can you hear Ben Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, yeah. Oh well, just don't listen to him. He don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> The first time I heard him, but yeah. Maybe we could have like redneck poutine and do it with like tater tots. We should start a cart, a food cart. Tater, <laughs> put tater tots and put some like sausage gravy on it with like. Dude, I'm ready to. I'm ready to go. I literally just bought. I have tater tots in my freezer. It's the I first time I've ever tots. bought tater tots. Yes, sir. I've never bought them before, but we oh, bought them man. yesterday, and they're in the freezer right now. Now we're on. Well, we're about to good. give you a recipe. I'll text you a recipe <laughs> later for the redneck poutine. Oh yeah, Martin. Um, we end every show. I'm with- making it. Go ahead. He said he's making it. We end every I'm show. We end every show with yeah. an unbelievable fact, and because you're a Canadian, I have an unbelievable yeah. Canadian fact to Uh-oh. see if you oh, see if you knew right. this. And I have a bonus one too. That's uh, right. we'll talk about the. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Run that thing real quick. You might think it's not true, but I assure you that it is. It's hard to believe. It's an unbelievable fact. Canada got its <laughs> own flag in 1965, a hundred years after it became a country. Did you know that? I didn't. I, I did not know that. Wow. 1965. That. That's so recent. To that get is recent. Eh? 
A and D. Wow. A and D. I had. Well, there you go. I no, I had I had no idea of that. Wow. And you were born. What year were you born? Sixty nine. So you weren't alive at the time, but no, your parents lived in Canada under a non-flagged country. I wonder what does that make you feel? Were was it a crown? Was it a? But would we have been under the British? At that point, what is it? The British flag? We're a colony I don't then? think you had a flag. We're not a colony then. No. We're just no flag at all. How does I that wonder... make your inner flower feel that you, your parents <laughs> lived you under what, a non-flagged I country? I, well, I think that – I will say this. I think that you guys uh, uh, in, in the States kind of have more of national – like uh, kind of national pride, I think, on really? some level maybe than the, the Canadians. Canadians could care less level. about Canada is what you're saying. No, it's oh no 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 no. Martin Cummings hates Canada. Martin Cummings hates his country. That's what we're getting out of it. With the crazy stuff going on down there right now, I've never been happier than Canada. Sorry, guys. There's some crazy stuff happening. Here's the bonus one. Now this reminded me. This reminded me of my family. So I think I think I had you mentioned the southern the southern recipe of poutine. Yeah. And that sounded southern. Well, listen to this, Chris. I'm listening. The townspeople of uh, Nanaimo, Nana, Nanaimo. How do Nanaimo. I say it? Nanaimo? My dad lives like 10 minutes from Nanaimo. Yes. Really? Nanaimo. I told yeah. you his dad and I were related. Mm-hmm. This proves it right mm-hmm. here. The townspeople yeah. <laughs> of Nanaimo, BC, yeah. race their bathtubs as part of an annual water tradition. Bathtub. Yes. Race their bathtub. Bathtub races. 100%. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's crazy. Does it not sound like that. we're they from get, there? They, I would love to go to that. <laughs> like literally, it's about, they'll get, they make, they have bathtubs with, you know, like a little kicker and they, they race them. Yeah. Across the channel. Hilarious. I'm, also, have you ever had an Nanaimo bar? No. Have, have you ever had an Nanaimo bar? I've never heard no? of that. Uh-uh. Well, you know what? Check it out online as something you can make, but it, it comes from Nanaimo and really? it's a it's like a like really popular dessert Ooh, here. And like Nanaimo bar. The Nanaimo bar. Yeah. That might go. be good for the old uh, food reviews yeah, we do. We're gonna be doing some food reviews, so that might be a good thing. Nanaimo bars. If it wasn't for the food reviews That's we funny. do, I would be I would be in perfect shape, Martin. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason. Hey man, yeah. And I'm out of shape. Well, you're making that sacrifice for all of us. And I really again, am. We thank you for your service. Yeah. And, I, and I, you're welcome. And you are welcome. <laughs> very. I thought very you were going to go with the Nanaimo bar when you said Nanaimo. Is that what you thought? You didn't, yeah, I'm sure you, of it. But yeah. yeah, the bathtub races. But he, but he pulls out the bathtub races. Yeah. I have yeah. a friend. I have a friend uh, in that lives in Canada. His name's James. Yeah. Hallworth, do you know? Him? Oh, James, I know you. Yeah, great dude, man. Do great you really dude. know James? <laughs> no, no, I don't know James. What? No. Yeah, your friend James. Yeah, uh, that was a joke at first, but then I thought he might really know him. I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, he does <laughs> know him. That he didn't go know. well. Like he actually <laughs> knows. <laughs> that was weird. I, you fooled me. Well, He's a freaking actor. I know, right? He's always acting. God, can't believe nothing he said. This whole thing's been a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, listen, we'll let you get off here, get back to drinking your coffee and petting your uh, your dog and maybe She's yourself back. some. Uh we thank you for we thank you for coming on and I thank you for being a friend and a fan. Oh, and man. uh it's so Absolutely. good to meet you, man. I, I'm I'm thrilled to meet you guys. I really enjoy talking to you, man. Thanks so much for having me out. We'll talk again. We'll, when I come to Canada, I mean Great. I'll holler at you, even if it's on the other coast. 
I, yeah, and I and one day I want to make it down. I, I would love to make it down there and see you play, man. Let and me when know when all this craziness is over. You know. Yeah, definitely. Let me know as soon yeah. as you make it, brother. I'd love it. You bet. Maybe I all can right. stay on your Thank couch. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. One of his couches. Well, you, you and Boo. You yeah, and Boo. me and Boo. Yeah. <laughs> one of his many, one of his many, many couches. I'm coming, Boo. All right. See we'll you, see man. you, Martin. All right. See you later, lot, guys. God bless you, brother. Yeah, take care. You too. Take care. Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project chats, and a big thank you to Road for supplying the sound with Roadcaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hate it.